Hello, everyone, and welcome to By the Way, a Bramley podcast. I'm Laura Lomas, and, you know, a little birdie named Christine Malazzi told me about this group of women over in Europe who have created quite a little um, brandy bubble amongst themselves, and their story was really charming, and I thought, well, let's get them on this podcast. So (laughs) without further ado, I will be introducing to you today, we've got Cara and Yvonne and Louise and Allie. And uh, they're going to tell their stories. So here we go. Hello, Cara. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm very, very well. So I want to hear who you are. What's your story? Um, well, my name is Cara. I'm from Germany, from Cologne to be precise. Um, I'm 24 years old and I'm currently at university getting my master's degree in psychology. Oh, well done. And yeah, that's the basics about me. <laughs> so where in, where exactly in Germany? I know I didn't understand the town. Um, Cologne. That's oh, oh, in the the westernmost part near the border to the Netherlands and Belgium. Oh, beautiful! Do you do a lot of traveling around Europe? Uh, I used to, but right now, obviously, I can't. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's really uh, pretty convenient to just go on holiday by car and not have to drive for a very long time. Oh, I remember it so well. I lived in England for 10 years and we used to just Ooh. hop on a plane and we'd be in, you know, Florence for the weekend or, you know, Dublin for the weekend. It was so lovely to be able to do that, all the different yeah. colors at your fingertips. So um, how, I love your hat. <laughs> for Thank you. Wearing a Brandy Carlisle beanie, of course. Um, how did you hear about our dear Brandy? Um, well, like most people, I would assume I heard about her first when I was watching Grey's Anatomy years and years ago. Such a good show. And uh, funnily enough, I didn't quite follow through with listening to her. I just stuck to the few songs I knew. I was very fixated on um, about the ghost, I think. And um, then when, by the way, I forgive you, came out, my best friend, actually, wonderful person, wonderful taste in music. She showed me Sugar Tooth and I was instantly hooked again. And then I was like, oh my God, where have I been? I have to dive back into everything, <laughs> listen to the whole discography. What was and, that like, you know, going through? Cause she has so much music, you know? <laughs> so much. So um, I knew of the early stuff, but I don't think I have listened to any of the albums all the way through before. So um, that was really exciting to do again because I knew the general vibe of the albums, the press three, I would say. And um, I mean, there is not just one, there is no bad song. So uh, it's just really pleasant to go through it and just kind of know what expects you, but also being surprised by great new stuff. And then Beckwick and Firewatcher's Daughter was quite new for me because I was on this break where I didn't look into what Brandy had been doing ever since I you know, stop watching Grey's Anatomy. And because Ben Freak is kind of the new, more folky genre type, and then obviously my watcher's daughter got really rocky, it was amazing for me to see this development. And I just sped through it. I didn't have to wait for new albums to drop. So <laughs> I, I think I just spent a couple of weeks only consuming Brandy music. And it got to the point where I had to force myself to listen to something else. I had to ask friends to like stop me from doing this, <laughs> give me new music recommendations. But yeah, it's still like this, to be honest. I'm still very fixated um, because once you're in this mood, you don't want to hear anything else. It's true. There's just nothing that can compare either lyrically or the vibe or obviously the voice. Yes, yes. You know, and what's so lovely, I mean, Christine Malazzi, our dear friend, she contacted me about all of you girls over there in Europe 
Um, and you know, said that it was such a fun story, and she's absolutely right. So, so for you, you 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 dove in. You know, you got the vibe. You're completely addicted. How did you meet all the rest of the girls in this group, which we'll be interviewing today? Um, it was this summer, actually. I think I first followed Yvonne on Instagram. She followed back, and we just got talking sometimes. And then when the um, the Beats show for Bear Creek came out, uh, Yvonne and Louise were talking in the comment section of Brandy promoting it. They were like, oh, it's a Sunday, we got to work. And here in Europe, because of the time difference, the shows are at 2 or 3 a.m. Oh, goodness. And <laughs> those two were starting to um, plan in that comment section to watch the show on Monday. And I was like, hey, <laughs> don't mind me sliding in. Um, can I join you guys? Because it's much more fun to live chat while watching this and um, of course they were really welcoming we watched the show together on the Monday afterwards and that's been it we made a group chat we've been talking and then for the campfire show uh, Ali, Ali Todd joined mm -hmm. us and ever since we've just been talking non-stop and mm -hmm. obviously watching the shows together and that's the, the most fun part about it. But I think, I think, you know, Brandy and Phil and Tim and Josh would be so thrilled to hear about your group because um, it's all about community for them and for all of yes. us. And that you guys have created your own little bubble within that community, which is so lovely. <laughs> yes. And it's really needed right now because all of my connections I have right now are online. My best friend lives like 15 minutes from here, but we haven't seen each other since oh. the end of summer, I think. Oh, dear. Because, uh, We've been taking uh, restrictions about, you know, who you're supposed to be really seriously. And um, yeah, this is all we have. And I'm really glad that I have something outside of my usual friend group now yes. um, yeah. to have these girls from Scotland uh, to talk to every day and just, you know, get out of this quarantine slump. <laughs> so precious. Now, have you ever seen Brandy live? No, I haven't. Um, she hasn't been here. <laughs> yeah, no, I wondered if maybe you traveled to Mexico or... or... Um, no. no, sadly, I haven't been able to. Um, Brandy was supposed to come to the Netherlands in November 2019, I think. Yes. But that performance was canceled, sadly, so... Yes. Uh, I have a, a big European tour will be in order. I, I keep hearing um, little snippets that this new album that they've that they've recorded is amazing. So I'm sure there's going to be a world tour. I'm sure there's got to be. It's there's time. Got to be. It's time. Yes. <laughs> and also, if she plays my Albert Hall, I'm obviously going to fly over, and that's doable. <laughs> that's <laughs> well, that's a, so. So within the um, the group that you guys have have created. Do you speak daily? Do you speak weekly? Do you get together for the shows like you said earlier, you know, once a week? Is it just when the shows are happening? Like, how are you, how do you guys do that? Um, we text daily and we have Zooms uh, whenever someone feels like it. Most of the time it's just like, hey, let's catch up. Um, what about the weekend? Can we do something? Oh. And for the shows, um, the primary shows we watch live at night. And the album shows, it depends. I usually watch them live. And um, I think the group of us usually watches it the day after. Mm -hmm. Because it is ah, it is hard to get up at that time or to stay up for that long. <laughs> um, and it is fun to talk about it. Um, but I think the, the shows that are open for the public are a bit chaotic. The yeah. chat is not useful, <laughs> I would yeah. say. Yes. So if we're only going to chat in our group chat, we can do it at the next day as well. It's, yeah. it's just better for us, I think. Yes. 
<laughs> yes, I can see. That's it's got to be so hard. I mean, you're obviously clearly devoted. <laughs> you know, this is a, this is pure devotion going on here to get up that early to created this little club, and it's so much fun. I mean, we're all so different, and yet we have this thing that keeps us all together. You know that that we all love so much and play such a a huge important role in our lives. You know, it's it, I don't know if you saw the Rolling Stone interview um, the other day that Brandy did about the Indigo Girl. Did you see that? Yes. You know, I mean. <laughs> You know, we all feel like that about her, you know, and she's sort of, exactly. about them, you know, and she's so genuine and authentic. And that's part of the attraction, isn't it? It's like the. Absolutely. When she said that she wanted fans like the universe girls have, I was like, yeah, that's exactly it. And it's <laughs> nice to be part of it. Yes. And she does in spades. Like, <laughs> you know, she created that for herself because it is, yeah. she is at a fundamental core, you know, it's so beautiful. It's so lovely. So you're studying psychology. Well done. Yeah. Kind of in my world. What um what are you hoping to do with that? I actually don't know yet. Um I think I'm quite certain that I don't want to become a therapist because it's kind of tedious to uh you know do the training on the job. And there has been a petition around here like two years ago, I think, to change all that. And it's going through, but of course it takes years and years to implement all the changes they want to do to the program. So I think when I'm gonna be done and hopefully about a year, um it's not going to be that way yet and i'm not really that much devoted to the idea that i want to put myself through that so i'm definitely just going to start working um and see what fits me best mm. I, I think it's important i think everybody should study psychology <laughs> i mean to some degree yeah. not everybody has to yeah. become a psychologist but in my in my view that kind of knowledge of self is super important to have a fulfilled life you know Exactly. Um, I was actually talking to a fellow student the other week um, where we learned something in class that was pretty obvious to us. Mm. And we were all like, yeah, okay, I don't need to hear this again. But then we realized this is so important for everyone. And I think especially right now, there's a lot of resources easily accessible on the internet. There's so many like Instagram accounts that just give out tips and explain things in a very simple and accessible way. And I love that. I love that this development and more awareness has created this opportunity for people to easily learn something about themselves, yeah. especially coping mechanisms or just the things they can do at home and they don't need a therapist to tell them that. Yes. And just right now, when obviously everyone is having a crisis, no matter how small or big <laughs> in this time, it's, um, it's amazing to me that people can learn so easily about this because it is so important yes absolutely now um kind of back around to the, the the group that you're part of are there any kind of fun stories that you want to share or any little inside jokes you want to share or, or throwing one of them under the bus that we'll all get a giggle <laughs> <laughs> to be honest i'm not exactly allowed how much i uh, i'm not sure how much i'm allowed to say okay and um, I might want to leave this to Yvonne because she's the best kind of person to tell these kind of stories. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair no enough. Spoilers, but <laughs> we'll be sure to ask her. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, what other music do you listen to? I mean, obviously, you know, Brandy's at the top. But what else do you like? Um, I'm really into this. I mean, it's a broad term, but the new wave of female indie rock. Mm -hmm. Um, along the lines of Phoebe Bridges, I think she's the most famous right now. Um, I've been a big fan of Julian Baker's for a really long time. Mm -hmm. I think 
since our first album came out. And I'm so excited about her new album. Um, and I think the other day I was watching her KXP interview and she was talking about Brandy's Black Hole Sun cover because she was also doing a sound garden cover. And I was like, yes, this is amazing. <laughs> this is my world's colliding. Um, I, I need it. <laughs> um, yeah, so the whole Boy Genius group, um, Phoebe, Julian, and Lucy Dacus, they're amazing. Oh, I love them all. Are there, any, are there any German bands that you listen to? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> it's sad. Um, well, what's like the sort of prevailing music that's popular in Germany? You know, because when I lived in Europe, it was very much that sort of techno kind of house music that, that's aging me, of course, but that was huge in Europe. It wasn't particularly big in, in England, but, you know, whenever we would travel, that's what we'd hear over and over and over again. It really depends on uh, whether you're talking about the radio or what people listen to when they're going out. Mm -hmm. um, I think, yeah, techno is a big thing. It's not my thing, so I don't know much about it. Mm -hmm. um, but I think every big student town has one club that plays good techno music, and that's the best one to go to. Mm -hmm. It just generally it's, the vibes. <laughs> yeah. um, I think on the radio, it's mostly English music um, and mm, there's a lot of German hip hop that I don't like at all because there is a scene within that that's quite misogynistic. And um, I mean, there is a lot going on and there's enough people who make good music. There's a lot of satire about those people, mm. but I don't like that many people listen to this misogynistic part of the scene um, without reflecting on it properly. Yes. And that's what bothers me. And it's like at the top of the charts because people listen to it and say, well, it's just words. Yeah. I'm not like that. And mm. I think, no. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. Interesting. So um, we'll, we'll wrap up in a second. But um, I'm curious how, like, the sort of whole Me Too movement and, you know, Black Lives Matter and, and like, you know, the, 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 the things that Brandy feels so. Um, devoted to helping and changing in her activism. It, it, what's, what's the lay of the land in Germany at the moment with all of that? I mean, I know that there's some serious resurgencies of white nationalism going on there as well. Um, what, what's sort of, what's going on? Um, actually, yesterday, well, the 19th of February, marked the first, uh, like a year after a horrible terrorist attack in Germany mm -hmm. and um, it was definitely um, racist by motivation because it was against um, people who are originally from Turkey, most of them, I'm not really sure. And um, the guy who, it was a shooting at two locations, the guy who murdered these people was a white nationalist, you could say. Um, and a lot of awareness has been about this um, resurging during the past week or something, but it's really, start to think about that it only happens around these important dates mm. and I do believe that there is not enough attention um, right now right here about white nationalism obviously the people I surround myself uh, with do think about it do talk about it but the general public is not doing enough and not knowing enough I feel like because we oh this is this is a mouthful, but I think Germans as a whole still think, yeah, well, um, 
World War II is over and we're not like those people at all. We sincerely condemn this and we're so much better and that's it. Mm. We don't have to do anything else. Like the problem is solved. Mm -hmm. And that's obviously incredibly dangerous. Um, so I think more has to be done. Yes, yes, interesting. It's interesting to hear that from you, from your perspective as a German. Hmm. Yeah, I think there's more to be done all over the place <laughs> for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've been fabulous. It's lovely to meet you. And I'll look forward to the day that we can all be together in a show and you know, really enjoying each other's company and having a, a drink. <laughs> Yes, that would be amazing. Thank you so much for taking this time and oh. have fun interviewing the others. <laughs> yes, I will. I will. Ah, much love to you, darling. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. So Yvonne, welcome. Thank you very, very much for doing this. I'm very excited to talk to you. Now, I, I who are you? <laughs> um, Tell us who you are. <laughs> I know. Who the hell are you? Um, so I'm Yvonne Murray and I come from the UK so specifically I come from the Outer Hebrides of Scotland which oh, is a, a chain of islands um, on the very far northwest of, of Scotland and I come from the most northwest westerly point in Europe um, so it was a very unique upbringing I had um, and but now I live in Birmingham which is just an, about an hour and a half north of London um, yeah. and yeah it's it's fab I, I never thought as a Scottish person that I would enjoy living in England but um, <laughs> I'm sure Catherine's been doing her, uh, she's been doing her work in America as well with the evangelizing over there. But um, yeah, it's been good. It's been good fun down here. Um, what, what, um, just, I just have to laugh because my husband's British. He's English and he lived in Glasgow for a little while when he was in school and he said the same thing in reverse. <laughs> so oh um, what brought you from um, uh, the Outer Hebrides, which I, oh my God, is most, just, just God's country, stunning, to Birmingham? Uh, well, oh, it, it, it's a, a long story. So the accent, my accent is from those islands, but I actually left when I was 11 um, and I moved to Inverness, which is the capital of the Highlands. Um, yeah. And then, so I went to high school there and then I moved to, I was, I've moved, I think I've moved 22 times in my life. So I've moved around a lot, um, but just prior to moving to Birmingham, I was working in Glasgow. I'd been there for a few years and happened to meet somebody via Twitter um, who was from Birmingham and then after you know a bit of time the decision was having to be made with whether we were going to break up or are you going to come down and see how things pan out so I managed to get a job down here for a short contract came down it all worked out beautifully my contract kept getting extended and so I've, I've been here for two years now um, which is actually the longest I've ever lived anywhere since I left the islands so mm -hmm. It's been a lot, you know, it's been really settling um, after a whole lifetime of unsettlement. So it's been yes, good. Yes, well done. And what do you do, darling? Um, so I work for, I work in TV. Um, my job is to come up with TV programme ideas, for, primarily for the BBC and Channel 4, which is, we, we don't have that many channels over here. I We're not know. Yeah, so, <laughs> so um, we have <laughs> Yeah, we do have satellite and things like that, but the, there's four main or five main channels in Britain. Um, and so my job is to create content, documentary ideas, formats, features. So I work oh, for BBC Studios. So. That's fantastic. You know, when my husband was little, he wasn't allowed to watch radio or um, uh, four stage, whatever that 
Oh yeah, like that was the naughty station, you know. Yeah, it's really it used to be really seedy and really it's like where we all got our sex education when we were young. So yeah, but it's not like that anymore, sadly. great well I'm gonna to have to get my son to get involved with you because he's just about to graduate from college doing uh, film and videography and sociology and he makes documentary films and stuff so I'll have to have him give you a call <laughs> yes absolutely feel free that would be lovely to hear from him <laughs> and so how in the world from the Outer Hebrides to Birmingham <laughs> did uh, Brandy become part of your life um so it was just through one of my many terrible relationships that I've had um <laughs> And so I was going out with a girl from Glasgow um, and she was living in Dubai at the time. And so we were kind of, you know, emailing a lot and, you know, kind of messaging and all that kind of thing. And then anyway, we hadn't been seeing each other for that long. And she said, she was like, oh, listen to this song. And it was I Belong to You. And my first thought was, oh, my God, this girl is way too serious, way too quickly. Because it was like, a, you know, it's a really lovey-dovey song. And I thought, oh, fuck <laughs> He's getting this is too much and uh, so anyway I listened to it I was like yeah yeah oh that's lovely moving swiftly on you know like let's not dwell on the lyrics of that for too long we've only been going out for eight weeks or whatever it was <laughs> and, um, <laughs> yeah and um yeah because because also she was one of my first um gay relationships she, she wasn't my first but uh, one of and so I, I was well aware of the whole lesbian thing of getting really serious really quickly so I think I was especially aware because of that um <laughs> But anyway, that relationship crumbled, obviously. And um, as you can tell from my the, the way I've been talking about it. Um, and so, you know, it was just um, Brandy's music would just be on my playlists. And so I, I didn't become an instant fan, but maybe like six months down the line, I must have been looking on Facebook and I found the Oh Brandy Carlisle, How I Love Thee. That was basically the only real um, group at the time, you know, the, on Facebook anyway there wasn't really much interaction going on on her official page um and I didn't know about you know whether I didn't know I don't still don't know at the time whether there was the the Bramley forum or again today I think that I think I'd searched for again today and it was kind of defunct you know it was kind of dormant by that point um so yeah I found that Facebook group and then I just kind of watched from the shadows while all the Americans were getting all the gigs and everybody <laughs> in Europe was just looking longingly and you know a lot of um the fans which was really useful for the rest of us I don't know whether it was uh, the right thing to do but you know filming full gigs for us and you know yeah. watching and you know I kind of got to know who was who in the group it wasn't as big as it is now yeah. um you know you'd kind of see who the super fans were and who had the inside intel and who was you know loitering around the stage door for the band so you'd kind of get to know who was you know what what the lay of the land was you know and who was top dog um and there was definitely top dogs back then as well you know it was definitely um there was a hierarchy of fans you know and I you know I was just in the shadows watching so it was really through that disastrous relationship which you know and I'm very thankful for it now because I learned how not to be a horrible girlfriend and how to listen to fantastic music. So, what do you need in life? <laughs> yeah, it was good. And, and things just developed from there, obviously. Um, so Firewatcher's Watcher's Daughter had just come out. And so that was my first introduction to her music or their music. Um, and then obviously By The Way it came out and then all the other various collaborations that have gone on. Um, so yeah, that, that's kind of been it. But it was really, I mean, I don't think I would be such a fan had it not been for the you know the fans themselves you know and kind of even though I wasn't friends with any of them you kind of became 
there was there were certain comments or people who were commenting that you'd find funny and you know I would identify with them you know I, we'd never spoken privately but you kind of became friends just publicly yeah. um so that's been really special and that's been you know the biggest blessing of all I think um and I'm sure all of the major fans would say the same thing yes, so. definitely would so how did you um meet the rest of the the sort of international contingents that are over there and on the British well <laughs> the, well I, what's been really nice is that there's so many of us are Scottish um which I've surprised a bit but then again I'm surprised but not surprised because in Scotland more than England and Wales a little bit in Ireland but not in Northern Ireland um it's a bit confusing anyway what else in Scotland especially they have a real folk scene there you know and we're really brought up listening to folk music um and the radio stations you know BBC Radio Scotland really champion a lot of the folk Americana country music there's a lot of it there and it's got a high profile so unlike America we don't have like 50,000 radio stations with acronyms for their radio <laughs> names and I don't know why American radio stations are all like KG BH A215 um so yeah we we were really brought up on that um and sorry what was the oh yeah so how i met the the international ones well again through the um facebook group and particularly during covid19 and the lockdown um we got to know each other and i actually um, myself and louise became friends first i think um because she had gone she flew over to nashville for last year's um, um yeah the residency the six yeah. nights and I think she had posted, oh, does anybody want a poster? You know, I can bring it back. So I messaged her and, you know, that, that was fine. So we kind of became pals then, but not, you know, it was just the odd message or the odd ha ha ha, that was really funny or whatever. And then I think it was during quarantine um, and, you know, we all went into like literal lockdown immediately in Britain, which I think it did differ a little in America. Yes. And so we were all twiddling our thumbs, you know, we weren't working or we were all working from home from March, you know, from March the 17th, basically, that was it for all of us. Um, and yeah, I think we just contacted each other on Instagram, you know, probably just laughing at each other's stories or something. And then we, uh, Louise had been independently talking to Cara, our little resident German in our group. And <laughs> so she she then joined this little uh, Instagram, you know, group that we had the, in the DMs. And then eventually when we realised Ali, because, well, we, you know, we, we had seen Ali Todd, um, you know, sporadically, and we knew that she'd performed in Mexico and all that kind of stuff. But we didn't really know what her humour was like, because we have a very particular, very uh, dark comedy like that runs through our chats. Um, and then, so when we realised that Ali was exactly the same, we said, can you invite Ali in? And so Ali came. And then we migrated from Instagram then to WhatsApp, which I don't know if you guys use WhatsApp. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I have to all um, my British friends through WhatsApp. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So um, we have this really, really seedy uh, <laughs> group chat on WhatsApp now. And uh, yeah, so it's been brilliant, you know, and actually it's been a real lifesaver. And that is something that I was particularly manifesting for my own life as well was just having a really solid creative group of friends that, you know, and whether it's them or somebody else, I just want those people that are going to be with you throughout life. So because like I mentioned, I've I've lived in so many different places. I've never really had the opportunity to for, like, form real bonds with people. Yeah. And so whether this lasts or not, or whether it just fizzles out after quarantine, it's it's been absolutely lovely, you know, and um, we've had such a good laugh. We've oh. really, you know, they've really helped me. I hope I've helped them. So it's been, it's been fab. That's wonderful. I love that. 
So um, have you ever seen them live? No, never. It's really oh. embarrassing, actually. Yeah, it's um, no, I've, that's the simple answer. Never, never seen them live. I've been one of those really annoying international fans that's continuously commenting when they say, has anybody got any questions? And then I'm like, when are you coming to the UK? And um, so the, the only uh, nugget of information that we got one time or a couple of times she's mentioned it was that they had booked the Royal Albert Hall. Yes. Um, and I think they were planning on doing a big show there. And um, I think prior to their announcement of the um, Australia and New Zealand uh, tour, we were all rubbing our hands going, oh my God, they're coming. They're going to be in Glasgow. They're going to be in Edinburgh. They're going to you know, go to Bristol, London, blah, blah, blah. And then it was Auckland, Sydney, Adelaide. Oh, it couldn't be further away. I was like, oh, for God's sake. I mean, sure, like, what is it? Is it? Maybe there's visa problems. Who knows? But um, no, never seen them live. However, like, like all of us, but I think especially for the international fans or fans that aren't able, you know, physically able to get to the gigs, you know, the, the compound shows have been just absolutely brilliant, you know, and she's done, the, the whole band and the whole team have just done it from the very first one, even when they were, when they were all going, oh my God, the cameras are rubbish, we're just learning, it was still by far and away uh, better than any other band or musician that we had seen online at the time, and even still, I think their production quality is still Oh, they've got Tom back there. He's just, he's, he is, uh, like I said to him in the interview that I did with him, it's his instrument, the panel, yeah. the way he does it. He's, yeah. he's a maestro, you know. <laughs> and it's just the ambience they've created there. And, you know, they've obviously Hannah's learned on the cameras and vision mixing. It just, everything has come together really nicely. Yeah. Um, and I hope they've enjoyed it as well. Like, I hope it's not been a chore for them because you wouldn't want them to do it because they felt obliged, but actually they quite like it. It seems that they like it, doesn't it? When you watch, yeah, they, they, they make it. They make us feel like they enjoy it, whether they do or not. <laughs> I think there has to be some authenticity in that, or else we pick up on it. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we're all astute enough, and you know, we studied their body language enough that we would be able to tell. I was listening to a, a Spotify station that was on the other night, and um, the song, um, you know, going to California, the Led Zeppelin song came on. And I thought, oh my God, that's so weird. I immediately saw Brandy on stage singing that song. Like every, she has a certain way that she walks around. She almost prowls on the stage with the way she holds the microphone in her and the, the sort of um, the cord of the microphone. And I, I was like, that's so interesting. Now Led Zeppelin is no longer even in my psyche when there's when it's their own song. She's yeah. taken over it. And I feel like that with, with Joni as well, as much as like Joni is, is God in my eyes, but, but darn, I now see Brandy. I don't see yeah. Joni anymore. It's so they embody that and you can feel it you can just totally feel it yeah it's been really special for all of us you know and you know like like you say I think it has been special for them but no I haven't had that uh, live experience of oh I want to be wherever you are the first time you see them live I know but I think I'd probably be one of those fans and I think well what what I'm conscious of is the British fans are probably really boring compared to American fans so <laughs> I'm not a screamer um, you know, I'm pretty enthusiastic when I talk, but at gigs and stuff, I probably look really stern and really boring. <laughs> and I think that's just, and it is quite a Scottish thing. Although, however, having said that, Louise and Ali have, they're, they've got no inhibitions, whereas I probably am much more reserved in that respect. Like there's, there's a video of Ali in Mexico up on a podium, just dancing on her own. And <laughs> you're never going to find me doing that. Like I'll just be the one standing at the bar on my own or in bed <laughs> with a face mask on. That's probably going to be me. But um, me yeah, I think um, 
Yeah, I, want, I would love to know what the band think of the British audience. I'm sure they would be very polite and saying, oh, we love, you know, the audience, but I think we are very reserved. <laughs> I don't know. And, uh, yeah, so, but I would, I, you a know. A long, long time ago, I remember her talking about somewhere, I don't remember if it was the British audience or if it was somewhere else in Europe, but that they clapped on the downbeat as opposed to the Americans that clap on the upbeat. And oh, it was really, really disconcerting. She said initially, like, whoa, what's going on? You know, because they're constantly stamping their foot on the upbeat and doing all that stuff. And the, the audience was doing the opposite. Oh, yeah, but that was probably just total lack of rhythm. <laughs> so, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that was a British thing because you get the really annoying, I've been at so many concerts where you're just clapping along and then there's like an idiot for doors down from you who's like totally out of beat and you're like what the hell and they don't seem to get pick up the cues that two and a half thousand people around them are clapping one way and they're clapping a totally different way but yeah the, the, the day will come um and I'm sure it'll be it'll be a case of us having to travel to America um because there's been such a backlog for her touring schedule I think it'll still be a long time before she comes to Britain. Although I was just saying to Cara, I think I think with the new album that's being released, which apparently all the little birds I'm hearing are saying that it is just the best thing ever, um, mm -hmm. that that there will be a world tour because it's time. You know, she's she's hit the big time. Whereas it was because of, by the way, I forgive you and the joke that got her there, but she hasn't toured really much. Yeah. I mean, she did loads of touring, but because of COVID, I mean, um, yeah, yeah. I think that this next album will be like. The launching pad for a European tour. Like. I hope so, but I hope that she's still really niche in uh, Britain, so that there's only me, Louise, and Kat and Ali at the gigs. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't really want to go to a massive gig. Like I would still like her to do the the small ones. Yeah. But maybe if if we keep being annoying in the question, the Q and A's by saying, "Can you do a, a Bramley show in Britain?" and then there'll be fifteen <laughs> of us there. So, um, and also, of course, they're you know they'll have so much. So many friends and family living here as well so maybe we could just do a friends and family gig first oh, what a great before, idea yeah <laughs> before the, the launch pad for the rest of europe you know we've we'll about it. i think we'll just have to send a little message to Catherine and ask her to have a little private family gathering just for you guys <laughs> surely surely come on i mean we all we are we're all deluded enough to think that we could be friends with them so exactly. we can just lump ourselves in that category for one night only <laughs> so true it's so true so do you have any um like you know funny stories you want to share about your little your little posse that you're part of oh uh, no well I I was pre-warned about this because I know Cara had said oh you better ask Yvonne for the, the dirty stories but the not 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 really I mean the, the thing is I don't know how inappropriate like we are really inappropriate um <laughs> we're, we're pretty dark um and so there's been time we've got Ally got caught out. Nobody else did. It was my fault. We were um watching a live stream together. You know, we had kind of scheduled to meet up, say four o'clock our time after the stream had finished. And we were in the chat room chatting to each other and you know, we were having drinks. And um anyway, we got carried away. And I, I don't know how it started <laughs> how it started, you know, and we were just talking about women and Americana and country and I have. I used. I used to have a really big crush on Brandy Clark. I don't so much now. I think. I oh, you're gonna have to get behind Kelly Cerna. She's number one. Oh yeah. We. Oh, we've messaged a few times about it. It's kind of fizzled out. So I don't think it was through love. I think it was just lust. You know, it was a lock. A lockdown lust that sustained me through a very lonely period. <laughs> and um, but anyway, I don't know. The the only the crux of the story is basically I said. Oh, sometimes I watch Brandy Clark's um, live streams and all I'm looking at are her fingers. And then, so then that blew up because that is, <laughs> for lesbians, that is pretty rude. 
And um, Ali Todd just kept then copying and pasting Brandy Clark's fingers, Brandy Clark's <laughs> fingers. Not, and then at the time we were chatting amongst the four of us, just chatting and on the official stream, but thinking we were the only ones watching. And we weren't the only ones watching. And there was, oh, uh, thankfully, Jenny Williams um, from, you know, people know her name from uh, the Bramley was watching and she is just as disgusting as the rest of us. And she was like, oh my God, girls, you're vile and I love it. <laughs> so anyway, it's Brandy Clark's fingers has become a thing. I think you guys need a t-shirt. Yeah, pro pro <laughs> we probably do, but probably not. Um, I'll be in so much trouble even for mentioning it. There's been things like that. And also- well, um, car could make you a t-shirt. Yeah, I'm sure she would. Um, we, oh, there's been other other little things like that, where, you know, on those chats when we've gone separately um, to watch these themes, people have said, oh, where are you guys from? And we've said, oh, we're Scottish. And then one woman was just like, oh, oh yeah, um, you might know my friend. And we were like, <laughs> Oh yeah, I think we probably would. What's her name? And um, the the woman, like she wasn't taking us, she wasn't realizing that we were being completely sarcastic. And she's like, oh, can't remember what her, she said her name. She said her name was Sheena. And we were like, oh yeah, Sheena Easton. Oh yeah, yeah, we know Sheena <laughs> And oh, anyway, it just it, it descended into chaos. But it's the type of thing that, you know, when you've got your own little um, humor going on, you like we were crying about it, even though it's probably <laughs> funny to anybody else but no, this is I actually had that happen to me once I was in Dorset and somebody said to me well where are you from and I said Baltimore Maryland and they said oh well do you know blah 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 and I didn't know them <laughs> oh my god really I was like what well that's incredible I get that a lot because I come from such a small place yeah but where I come from everybody's got the same name so um it's Donald McDonald, Murdo McLeod, Callum um, you know, Mackenzie, you know, it's all very, very common, very Scottish names, very typically Scottish names. And but Murdo McLeod and Donald McLeod are very, very common. And Mary McLeod, Donald Trump's mother was from the same island as me. Oh, is, sorry. <laughs> so she was, was Mary Ann McLeod. So Mary Ann McLeod's a very, very common name. So we get, you know, I get it all the time if people hear, oh, are you from the Isle of Lewis? Or oh, do you know Donald McLeod? Well, which <laughs> one of the 15,000 that are there would you like me to talk about? <laughs> oh my goodness oh my god it was so much fun and I really 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 want to see your face the first time you watch them live I know I'm well, we'll, happen somehow <laughs> I'll, we'll do a live stream like and what I think what will happen is the the four of us and you know whether Cara comes or not but definitely the three of Ali um Louise and myself will definitely team up I think and go to a gig together so maybe we should live stream that a la traditional Bramley style like you definitely. guys have to do oh for my us. God, you have to do that you absolutely have to do that so thank you so much for chatting to me it was absolutely lovely and thank you so much for this fabulous podcast um you know it's been a joy for us to listen to and get to know everybody oh good nice to meet you darling <laughs> take care bye Hello, Louise. <laughs> Hi, how are you, Laura? I'm well. How are you? I'm good. It's really funny, like seeing your face on a screen because I've heard your voice on oh, other podcasts. You're probably thinking, oh my God, who's that old woman? I had no idea that's what she looked no, like. No, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> um, anyway, how are you? Tell us about who you are. Like, what do you do? Tell, tell me about you. So, I'm Louise. I live in Edinburgh in Scotland. I am an ex professional dancer and I am now a yoga teacher and personal trainer and fitness instructor. Um, you know, done a few random things in my life as a lot of people have. Yes. And yeah, so I've ended up here. Excellent. Is, are you from, uh, from Edinburgh originally? Yeah, so I'm from Edinburgh originally. I have spent a lot of time in the States. 
actually, and um, because I worked for cruise ships for a long time. So I have a lot of friends from all over the States and we were based out of Fort Lauderdale or Miami for years. So I was coming in and out of there, but then also have loads of friends to go and visit. Um, so were, yeah. you dancing on the show? were you doing like big shows? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. And that's like actually a part of my brandy story, which is cool. Okay, segue, go for it. <laughs> so, um, well, I am actually a very recent like Brandy fan. Like I wouldn't have classed myself as a fan before, but I first heard of Brandy in 2009 um, and I was living in Portugal, working as a dancer in a casino. So I lived there for a year. And then when I was just, just before this interview, I was randomly like Googling what year each of the albums came out because I'd forgotten. <laughs> um, and then I was like, oh, that's why I heard of her because the story was number one in Portugal, the, the song, and the album was number four during 2008. So I was in Portugal in 2008, 2009, but it was used in a Superbok commercial, which is like, there are two brands of beer in Portugal and <laughs> Superbok is one of them. So, and everyone drinks beer. So yeah. it was a big thing. Um, and then there was a festival on in the summer of 2009 and somehow we must have had a random weekend off work which is incredible because we never got that um because we me and my friends went to this day festival because the killers were headlining it so it's called super box super rock um and we were very into the killers and duffy was the second headliner we're like oh well she's cool we'll go and see that and i remember we arrived we'd missed the first like couple of random bands so we went and got drinks and we got some food and then we started to like make our way closer to the stage and then there was this band playing and then we're kind of sitting there chatting it was like summer all outdoors sitting on the grass and then we're all like she's really good like this person's really good so we had to like get our tickets out get the programs out be like who even is this and then I was like oh Brandy Carlisle and I remember like you know the rest of the gig went on it was great the killers were fantastic and I remember the next day being back in our apartments and me googling like sounds like Belinda Carlisle like I couldn't remember what her name was my ticket was somewhere else um, and I was like right I remember that it was like like Belinda Carlisle but not um, so then yeah I remember like looking her up but at that point like YouTube wasn't a huge thing I, th I think I maybe bought the story album on iTunes but I didn't really listen to that much didn't think about it and then years later like maybe five years later I randomly was listening to the Benaroya like oh. recording for a few weeks out of nowhere like again I don't know what brought me to that and I was like wow Brandy Carlisle she's amazing and then again forgot for another few years <laughs> and then fast forward to like my whole life has changed in the process of this so like when I yeah like I was in different jobs at each of those things and then fast forward to 2019 um and I was like midway through a master's I just come out of my first ever relationship with a woman I uh, like there's so many things going on oh and I'd had like this amazing summer where I'd gone to see pink twice once uh, um, with my friend Paul in Glasgow which was amazing but we we're miles up in the stand and I couldn't really see it so then I was like mm, I'm gonna go and see her again and I went to Berlin on my own to see the concert and like that obsession like the kind of pink obsession that got me through part of my master's had like got me really really into music again which I hadn't been for a long time so I was listening to a lot of music and I have no idea how I ended up listening to Brandy again and then that was it and since then 
yeah third time lucky third time I like fell into this like massive like yeah brandy obsession yeah. Um, and 100% it like helped me to get through the final part of my master's That's and I just yeah it was great and so from then I kind of joined all the Facebook groups um, started talking to other people on there obviously finished my master's but was still obsessed and then felt like I needed a celebration and honestly like when I say I was obsessed like you know <laughs> I really mean it <laughs> we know what the people are like on the group and I am up there with them like I it told me on my Spotify this year that I was on the top 0.1 percent of Brandy Carlisle listeners um so yeah I don't know I don't know if I should be proud of that or ashamed but I don't care I'm there that is I'm who I ashamed. am I wasn't on it I was on Yola's <laughs> I mean to be fair this year it might be a little bit different but yeah at that point and so I was like I really wanted to see her live and obviously recently there's not really been anything in Europe and I am such a recent like mega fan that wait wait, wait. I'm gonna stop you so when you were at the killers yeah, you never actually went to see her you just heard it from afar yeah, uh, yeah. okay so you've been in proximity and you lost yeah. the opportunity okay yeah exactly and especially back then in 2009 like it was I do remember like all the Portuguese people were singing all the words and there's like a couple of tiny clips on YouTube terrible quality because that was before we had like phone cameras that were good yeah. and stuff uh yeah because all the Portuguese people knew all the words oh and I was also a massive Grey's Anatomy fan so mm -hmm. I think there must have been stuff that was in my subconscious that yeah. I didn't know was her yeah. that I would have heard so when I heard the album I was like oh this is good this is good <laughs> so yeah it was all like that and then basically last year in about December, I was looking at all the dates and literally just like looking at dates of concerts, looking at flights, looking at accommodation and trying to work out if I could afford to go to a concert. And so I eventually decided that I was going to go to Nashville in January. Oh, and just like, yeah. So, <laughs> but you know, Ticketmaster does those horrendously priced yeah. things close to the concert. So I found the most reasonable decent seat I could find so it was like $199 for the seat plus fees so I was like I can only afford one night but I'm going to go and try to go to more than one night and mm -hmm. um, so I reached out to Kelly because I'd seen her put an advert on Facebook and asked if I could volunteer for the Looking Out Foundation um, and got some flights and so yeah flew to Nashville in January 2020 Yay! Excellent decision. Yeah, like given what happened after, like absolutely fantastic decision. And it felt very extravagant because I couldn't afford, like I could only go for basically three days. It was four nights that I went for, like 16 hours of travel to get there, 16 hours of travel to get back. Devotion. <laughs> but yeah, and it was worth every single minute, every single penny. Um, Did you meet any of the other clan? I mean, I didn't meet any of the people. So the people now who you're just speaking to of inter international fans, we've actually only met since lockdown and since the quarantine quarantine concerts because we started chatting in the chat. Right. Actually, Yvonne, I started chatting to after Nashville because she'd reached out to ask if someone could get her a poster. Ah, uh, she said yes. Yeah, and so I'd been like, okay, well, the shipping will be cheaper for me. I'll get one. Mm -hmm. So and so I hadn't met them, but I did meet, and this was. 100% the concerts were amazing and I ended up going to all three nights that I was there 
um, ditching the rest of Nashville. You know, you go to Nashville, I was like, oh, maybe I'll try and go and see something else. But no, <laughs> like brandy was plenty. That was perfect. Um, but especially when I was volunteering, like I met Christine there and I met Narissa well, and I met a girl called Becca Frank, yeah. which was the most amazing coincidence, really, because we were both working the Looking Out Foundation booth. And she's also an ex-dancer, also an ex-aerialist, which is what I used to do, and had just done a master's to like try and move into another career. Excellent. So okay. yeah, then yeah. So then we kind of spent the next day exploring Nashville together before we went to the show again. So it was just overall like an amazing experience, and everyone was so friendly. It was such a great like community. And it felt it was also because I'd been on Facebook so so much in the lead up like the people who came up to say hi at the booth I recognized loads of them <laughs> just because I'd been on the forums so much so yeah it's just funny transitioning from like zero to a hundred yes <laughs> oh it's so exciting though isn't it I can feel like you're effervescent when you talk about it <laughs> yeah it was really great and then yeah so what has come out of you know, being in lockdown and then having that Friday night thing to look forward to every week was amazing because, yeah, you know, all of us enjoyed yeah. that, like something that's like anchoring your week. And through this, I have like, I have been furloughed from my job, which in the UK isn't as bad yeah, as you're actually it is anywhere else. Percentage of your income, right? 80% yeah. or something? Yeah. So I've been getting, I've, I've barely been working like little bits here and there, like I'm recording some classes and then giving them to my boss to put on our on-demand platform, mm -hmm. but I'm barely working and I'm still getting 80% of my salary, which is, it's, so <laughs> it's amazing. It is, it's actually, so it's been a really like amazing year to have opportunities yes. to just yeah. fill. Oh my God, you guys must be watching us in this country and thinking, what is going on over there? Honestly, <laughs> like, I'm so sad about so many things. I mean, our country isn't like, isn't a walk in the park yeah, or a dream yeah, either, but <laughs> like, you know, as I said, I have so many close friends in America. Like a lot of my best friends are over there in various states. And so getting updates from them. And then I don't, I do think, yeah, like feels like there's some sort of light in the tunnel now since the yeah. election. But I mean, you know, like this whole year has been, yeah yeah it's been outrageous it really has oh my gosh <laughs> well I mean I'm, I'm not sure where I should go with this because I would love to just sort of keep chatting you're so charming um so the four so is there four of you there's four of you that there's yeah. you Ali um Cara, Cara and Yvonne have you yes. met any of the other like have you met Laura Vasari have you met um I I haven't met her but we've interacted on Facebook mm -hmm. so she's another one who like I would probably know her if I yes. saw her, <laughs> darling, I just adore her. Um, you know, she's actually come and stayed here. So I was just going to say, you know, where I live in Vermont, it's very, very beautiful. We've got the mountains, we've got the lake, and Shelburne Museum, uh, the Shelburne Farms Museum. That's where Brandy tends to play when she's here now. Oh, so amazing! Open invitation to all of you. You know, we've got a, a big house. We got free place to stay. So in oh, a, you're literally amazing. ten minutes from here, we could walk there if we wanted to. So generous. That's amazing. <laughs> Because I know, you know, for, for everybody to come over from Europe, it's so expensive on the flights. So you can either fly into Montreal or fly into New York or fly into Boston and either then drive or take a little, a little something. Which are all amazing places. Yes, exactly. So, you know, that's, that's, that is the benefit of being on the East Coast. That's why we live on the East Coast, so we can get to Britain so easily. 
rather yeah. than being out on the west coast oh yeah for sure like I've seen a lot more of the east coast than the west coast <laughs> for that precise reason you know quick hop hop over six hours it's not a big deal you know you yeah be well <laughs> so like fingers crossed we have that opportunity again yeah. in not too distant future I'm sure that we will I'm absolutely I'm confident and absolutely we will I'm, I'm sure of it absolutely sure yeah. Yeah. So is there any, um, before we finish up, is there any little story you want to share about uh, those naughty other girls of yours? <laughs> no, but it just has been like, it's been so fun having them as a little, honestly, it's been so random the way we tumbled into this friendship group. Like it was, as I said, oh, nearly knocked my computer off. Uh, <laughs> as I said, Yvonne and I had been chatting. Um, and so there was, I think we watched almost all of the compound shows like in real time and that's not great for the sleep schedule Yvonne was doing it less because she has a job so has to get up <laughs> but I, I was staying you know I was stayed up every week late to watch the shows um you know interacting in the chat loving that but then when she was doing the album shows at that point Yvonne and I were like right let's not stay up shall we watch it together on Monday so we were like we had commented something like that and tagged Yvonne on Instagram and then this other girl had popped in and been like I like I don't want to be rude but do you mind if I join Aww. and we were like oh of course like come and join and so that's how we met Cara um, yes exactly and then there was a point where we were watching another one or we were have we were arranging some sort of zoom or a chat and we we're like oh shall we invite anyone else and we knew Ali from Facebook and from the chat at the chat feed in the compound shows like that was it and we're like oh shall we like invite Ali as well did you and realize that her singing and all the things that she'd done I had because as an obsessive fan I have watched <laughs> videos of girls just what a weekend okay, okay. so we, we did have like an idea of who she was um but also because the three of us are Scottish mm -hmm. like we just ended up making strange jokes on the chat that no one else responded to I've heard about that Randy Clark's fingers I've heard about I, that I heard about that. Yeah. Well, God said she told you. Um, yeah. And that was during our most drunken <laughs> attempt or something. Were we even on Zoom? Probably not. That was, yeah, I think that was maybe Firewatcher's daughter live like stream that we were watching. So, yeah, it's just developed into like this really cool friendship that we've never even met each other in person. Well, Ali and I have because she lives here. Yes. But, you know the rest of them we've never even even met in person but can't wait until we can like if, if COVID hadn't been here you, you guys have to um either live stream it or send photos or something when you're all together finally for the first time yeah absolutely <laughs> although yeah we will we'll maybe post a photo at some point I think the first group zoom that we did we all dressed up as brandy so we all we all wore a different like outfit inspired by Brandy and periods you know she had her yeah. she had her um you know the early days with the vest and the bandana and then she had the one with the hat yeah. and then she had yeah. her sort of Stevie Nicks vibe going on there for a minute yeah too. yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah and yeah that's I mean I, like Yvonne's better at telling the salacious stories than any of the rest of us she, I can imagine. <laughs> she was having some uh, lovely sparkling wine while I was talking to her, and I'm sitting here with a cup of tea. <laughs> I mean, it's much earlier for you than it is for us, so. It normally doesn't stop me, especially not in Mexico. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You'll have to come one time because it's pretty outrageous. You just lie on the beach all day long, and they, 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 they just provide you with these beautiful drinks all afternoon, all morning, all evening. <laughs> just... I can't wait. It was honestly like I have been saving. 
I, as soon as I got back from Nashville, I started saving for oh, well, Rosalina 2021, which obviously hasn't happened, but I'm still saving. So yeah. It'll happen. Good. So. <laughs> Good. I have a little bit of PTSD from getting home from that last year. And I think that I got COVID from Tom Hanks because, you know, they were there. And mm. They went to Australia and ended up with COVID. And I came home from Mexico. So sick. So sick. So many of us did. Yeah, I heard that. COVID and I, I tell everybody I got it from Tommy. I mean, I also suspect that I might have had it when I went to Nashville, which in retrospect, uh, you're like, oh my yeah. God, I was at a concert because my mum was so ill in January last year. And then we went away together and I got a bit ill and had to take time off work and then went to Nashville and had horrific jet lag. So it didn't get better. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe it wasn't COVID. Maybe I did just have a chest infection, which is what I thought it was. But, you know, in retrospect, it's all a bit like more, more story if you say it's COVID. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, you know, we can take Brandy's, uh, you know, take a, a leaf out of her book and, you know, embellish a story for just a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, darling. Well, it's really lovely to meet you. And I hope to meet I you in person too. sometime soon and have a drink. Absolutely. And um, I, I will really look forward to the day when you guys are all together in a room and we can bear witness to that. Oh, it'll be hilarious. <laughs> well, thank you so much for your time, Laura. And um, yeah. <laughs> Bye. Hi, Allie. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> well, I feel like I know you're by looking at me and going, who the hell is that woman? But I, because you, you've been so front and center at like, you know, Girls Just Want a Weekend and on the actual compound shows. So you're like kind of, fan star yourself with your incredible <laughs> talent oh, it's weird <laughs> oh my god it's so fabulous you blew me away in mexico i mean honestly you were so good <laughs> oh thank you i've never been well i have been as nervous but it was it was weird it was because that was the first time i'd even like seen the band live and like the first time i you know like you don't meet them before you go on stage oh, <laughs> you just there they yeah, are that yeah <laughs> That's when you meet them. Wow. You're on the stage and everyone sees it. Your heart like flying out of your chest. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it yeah. was all just surreal. So. Oh, but you were so good. You were so, so, so Thank good. You. And the song that you did at the Compound Quarantine. All right, so how do you do that? How do you come up? First of all, what the hell is it that you're doing with the guitar the way you whack it? What is that? <laughs> uh, oh, man. So, so cool. my guitar style is, well, it's very, very, I'm a huge... Okay, so my favorite band isn't actually Brandy Carlisle band. I know that's blasphemy, but since I was like 17, I've been obsessed with uh, Rodrigo and Gabriela. Oh, yeah. yeah. This amazing Mexican guitar duo, and they're my heroes. Yeah. And Gabriela has this very percussive style of guitar. And I did classical guitar. I was doing classical guitar at university at the time and really should have been practicing that, but I didn't <laughs> and practiced Gabriela's style and taught myself. I have ended up being pals with Rod and Gab and I went to Mexico and I was there before I went to Girls Just Wanna and it was this whole mental month for me. Wow. wow. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so I play Gab style. <laughs> I love it. It's so, it's, it's so moving, you know? I mean, it really, you feel, uh, you just feel it and you're right down into yeah. your story, you know? Oh, I'm glad. <laughs> and how do you write those lyrics as well? You're so clever. <laughs> Well, I'm glad that people like get the humor because I don't know. I think even like British humor is different from American humor. It but, is. Uh, well, I'm married to a Brit, so I totally get it. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, the first one, so I've written three. The first one was literally the middle of the night. <laughs> I was like, I had them in my head and I was like, these are funny. I should write them down. And then, so I wrote them in like 
I don't know, three in the morning and then the next day put music to it. And then, because I think like in the, you know, the Bramley emails, they, they're like, we want you to be part of the show and stuff. And obviously Cocky McGee over here, I was like, I'll, you know, play some guitar. And uh, so I wrote this song and I was like, oh, it's quite funny. Who knows? And like emailed it in on the Monday and heard nothing. And then the show was on the Friday. And then Brandy just started being like, this is a song by Ali Todd. And I was like, what the? <laughs> oh, you didn't know? No, I had oh. no idea. So my heart was like, wah, 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 wah. and then. Oh my I, gosh. And that um, show was, I don't know if you remember, it had like technical difficulties. Um, so it was delayed for like an hour. And I then, do, yes. And then the, so my song was like shown right at the end and we're ahead time-wise so it was like five in the morning at this point and i was like oh my god and then <laughs> didn't get to sleep till like seven in the morning or something. <laughs> pumping through your veins <laughs> but, well yeah. it, was pretty, it was pretty spectacular i got to say and clearly they loved it <laughs> yeah i know i was like really because you know you never know what will happen and then i can't believe it was brandy talking to me to be on there. that's crazy we're gonna talk to that woman um so so clearly you studied classical guitar um but what do you what is your job like your day job are you a guitarist for uh, yeah i'm a musician i've done many you know musicians have to hustle a lot yeah. but like uh so i've done teaching i've done working in guitar stores and like many things but at the moment i'm a unemployed <laughs> musician because <laughs> there's no gigs so yeah, yeah like i've I'm in many bands and I put on gigs and things um, and yeah, but most of the time what I've used lockdown for really is to write music mm -hmm. and try and write an album and practice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a guitarist. <laughs> that's fantastic. Well done. You're so talented. And what about <laughs> your little like connection with these other crazy women? They're all so lovely. <laughs> I know they're the best. Um, they're uh yeah that was that was we got um talking in the chat on the compound shows and we were like everyone always says what state they're from like hello from yeah you know washington hello from california all this and we we're like how y'all from scotland and the uk and all this and we we're like oh my god there's another person who's scottish in the chat and we sort of had our own little conversation going in the chat and i don't know if anyone else you know caught on to it but we were having a great wee time and uh and then like started messaging on facebook or something. i can't remember and it was instagram and then we created our own little whatsapp and yeah and two of us live in edinburgh one is scottish but lives in like worcestershire and the other lives in germany but yeah. we're a little wee little Group. <laughs> You've never met. I love that. <laughs> yeah, well, I've met up with um, Louise because she lives in Edinburgh. Louise, it's yeah, hard yeah. when you're in lockdown. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> are you? Are you? Is it really strict where you are? In it's supposed to be, but you know, humans don't really <laughs> stick to rules very well. But yeah. Uh, yeah, we're still pretty much like all the shops are closed and things at the moment. So. Oh my goodness! Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Are you from Edinburgh originally? Is that your home? Yeah, I'm born and raised. I did. I lived in New Zealand for a couple of years, uh, but other than that, I've been in Edinburgh the whole yeah. time. Nice. Much. 
Yeah. Such a beautiful city. I lived in Bath, which is kind of the ah, city. That's pretty as well. Yeah. Heritage cities. So are there any little stories? You, I'd love to hear like, what was it like? You know, you say you just stand, went onto the stage and there was Brandy, but you know, what was it like sort of sitting in the little straw hut? Yeah. You guys have to sit down there before you go on and you know, I remember, you know, my friend Lisa Yerkes went on and sang this year with her. Did Reason. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there was, I was just watching her because I was filming the whole time and thinking, God, that her, it must be so nerve wracking just waiting your turn and just being like, oh, you know. Yeah, it was weird. I remember, well, this year, this year, 2020 was different from 2019 because I've got to do it twice. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason. Um, the first year, like literally you went on and there they were and you're like, oh, my God, hello let's sing a song and it's very strange um i think the first year i can't remember where i was in the set but maybe halfway through and you're like stewing for a while but the second year i was brandy actually came into the little bit to like speak to us and it was quite funny because everyone was like she was just like milling around and everyone was like we really want to go and speak to her but we don't want to go and speak to her <laughs> we're just like oh my god she doesn't <laughs> And then like she sort of came over and we were all like, oh my God, hi. And, you know, <laughs> stood in a circle like school kids or something. And she was like, so what's up? Are we going to do a shot or something? And we were like, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you know, don't tell Rab, but yeah, we all did a shot of tequila. <laughs> and I think that, you know, gave some people some Dutch courage. But like I, it was weird the second year because, you know, I'd all done it before and all that. Yeah. Uh, I was like oddly oddly calm and then as soon as I as soon as I went on the stage I was shitting myself <laughs> I was like oh my god I was too cocky I was too calm and then you didn't come across and... the way at all <laughs> but then I was like totally thrown as well because you you know you don't get a rehearsal with them or anything no. and so I was like I'm just gonna like play like sing along to the song as much as possible to practice and sang in the shower all morning to like get my voice all warm and then they did it in like a key lower than the record and i was like not prepared for that <laughs> and it was like way down and i was like oh god i don't know if i can <laughs> i can sing down there <laughs> but uh it, it went okay in the end but i was yeah thrown a bit by that but i don't know it, it worked it was fine <laughs> so how did you um I mean, have you seen them in America or just in Mexico? Just in Mexico. I'd not, uh, it was, the reason I went to Mexico was just a spur of the moment 30th birthday present to myself because like they'd, I think they had played in the UK like 2015 or something, but I had just gotten back from New Zealand and, I'd, you know, they weren't ever going to play in New Zealand and then I've, yeah didn't see them for whatever reason and it's not like they play in scotland either they play in london or something right. so i'd have to go to london which is fine it's yeah. not that far compared to like how far americans travel but far enough for me to have not yeah. been bothered to go um so i was like uh, so if i ever wanted to see them you know it's a big expense to go to america for one gig so this was like I'm a huge Katie Tunstall fan and I like the Secret Sisters and obviously Brandy and all this and I was like you know what like I'm just gonna go to Mexico it's my present to myself why not you know I've got yeah. the capacity to do it so 
yeah, that was the first time I ever saw them. And uh, they opened on the Friday night with Looking Out, and that was like one of my favorite songs. And I was like, oh, oh my God, and I was crying. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone was just like, oh my God, this is like. <laughs> and I was like, guys, I'm seeing them for the first time. Oh my God. <laughs> That's such a big deal the first time. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. So, but how it was... did you hear about them in the first place? Well, uh, <laughs> so the first time I remember being aware of who they were was a BuzzFeed article <laughs> about Brandy and I bet loads of the Bramley read that article because they were like, oh my god, she's getting international recognition. But uh, it was this BuzzFeed article about how amazing she was and I was like, mm, yeah, cool. And then, and that was it. And then I got like a YouTube recommendation to watch a video and you know, because all I watch on YouTube is music videos. <laughs> and uh, yeah, this came up and it was them on Craig Ferguson singing mm -hmm. Raise Hell. Yep. And it was just really awesome. And I was like, oh my God, they're like a legit, you know, just a no frills band just playing yep. and nailing it and being really good. And sidebar, no one in Scotland knows who Craig Ferguson is, by the way. <laughs> Who's Craig? I don't know who. Like, anyway. Um... <laughs> I would have thought he was like your darling, you know? <laughs> no. Oh, I mean, maybe right. older people know. I don't know who he is, but anyway. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so I watched that video and I was like, oh my God, that's really awesome. And got really into them from there. But yeah, Raise Hell was the first thing I ever heard of them. And that was the song I sang at my first Brandy Oki. So it was kind of full circle. And it was about her, I believe. She wrote it about turning 30, and I got those tickets to turn 30, and I was like, ah, oh, cool is that? <laughs> um, and, and then, so I was super into them, and then I moved to New Zealand, and my friends were getting married in New Zealand, and they asked me to play at their wedding, and I played the story for them down the aisle. <laughs> and so I was super into them by that point, so this was like 2014 or something. And then, yeah, so I was just into them from then. Nice. And then it was 2019 until I got to see them. <laughs> oh, wow. That was awesome. So, yeah. <clears throat> um, will you play us some music? <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, what do you want to hear? I have my guitar. Whatever you want to play, whatever you'd like people to hear. I mean, it should probably be brandy related. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> but it doesn't have to be. <laughs> uh, okay. I could play like one of my compound songs. Or okay, why don't you do that? That's good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, so this, I'll play the first one because the other ones, like, are just I don't know. <laughs> Whichever one you want, you really. Yeah. Such a treat. The the other two, it was I was asked to write them, and <laughs> they were like about season two or the end of 2020 or whatever so the first one was just organic you know <laughs> okay, the organic one first and maybe yeah. we'll get you to play one of the other ones too for you <laughs> see if i can remember my own lyrics <laughs> <laughs> i'm by the way i'm mainly a guitar player so like singer songwriter i ain't oh so, yeah <laughs> i mean i've been writing stuff trying to like write lyrics but i don't know how some great shakes at it or not. <laughs> Pretty damn good.
Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. You know, bit at the end is my in my head that's the twins, you know. Come yeah. on, come <laughs> <on>. <laughs> you have like a little one on one in each shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> but, um I, you were saying earlier that you love KT. She used to well, I mean she used to go to Kent boarding school and had a boyfriend who lived in Burlington, Vermont, which is just outside where I live. Oh no way. And she used to um busk on the streets up in Burlington. Yeah. That I believe that's how she that I believe that's how she got you know her break was yes. she just was she used to busk on like the big busking street in Glasgow is Socky Hall Street and she used to busk there all the time she's from St Andrews but <laughs> I met her she was like backstage at the second Braniochi because she was singing uh the like finale of it yeah. and I like bumped into her she was in the middle of taking out like her tooth like retainer or something <laughs> And I just was like, oh my god, Katie Tunstall. And she was like, uh, <laughs> uh, give me a second. I'm just, yeah, I was like, okay. And then uh, we got chatting and uh, we were born in the same hospital. So how about that? <laughs> so yeah, I don't know if she remembers that, but I was just like. I'm sure she does. <laughs> oh my but, god, yeah. fun. You really, you, you just play the shit out of that guitar. I don't know how you do that. My son plays nothing like the way you do, but he was trying to teach me over the Christmas 
break how to play. And I was, I killed my fingers. Your fingers must be like lead. <laughs> well, I play on nylon strings because it's classical style, so it's a bit easier. But yeah, you got to build up those calluses, and then wow. it takes a while. But once you do, it's it's <laughs> oh, imagine you know have you know with Phil and Tim and Brandy, you know they're going on the to on the road for months and months and years at a time. This being yeah. the last time they haven't been since the beginning. I wonder if their little fingers are getting yeah tender. You know? <laughs> Probably got gnarly, you know, grotty fingers. But it's rock and roll. Wow, that's it is what it is. So good, <laughs> so good. Do you um you want to play one more song for us? Okay, this one I've never played. So this is a world exclusive. <laughs> uh, let's see if I can remember how it goes. Even though I wrote it, you know. <laughs> By the way, is the sound all right? Was it like it fabulous balance? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, this is called Day in June. <laughs> <laughs>
fabulous. I'm going to be singing that all day. I'm going to be going around and around in my head all day now. I kept thinking of Chris Rhea. There was a little Chris Rhea vibe in there somewhere. I don't know how or why, but that's what was going on in my mind. Oh, wow. Thanks. <laughs> that was brilliant. Make that album. I'll buy it. <laughs> yeah. So that is uh, my first sort of venture into writing like proper lyrics not like comedy lyrics <laughs> oh, it's fabulous really really oh my god everybody's gonna love it well done thank uh, you for thank you no thank you <laughs> all right well i feel like on that amazing note <laughs> we don't want to have it have it go downhill from here so get me out of the equation and let everybody just continue singing that in their heads as well and um <laughs> i will really look forward to the day when we can all have a have a shot of tequila together Oh my god. I mean I can do it. we can do that now. Yeah, <laughs> you uh, have any on my hands? I've got some. Uh, no. <laughs> it doesn't take much to get me a shot of tequila. <laughs> but no, definitely like seeing all the you know, meeting all the Bramley in Mexico was incredible. So I can't wait to see people in real life again. Yes. Know? Oh that god, it's so sweet. Even even that was the best part. Even more than singing with Brandy and the band. Oh, <laughs> it was meeting like all these amazing people. So. Yes, yes. Well, yeah. you're amazing and so therefore we're amazing. It's all a reflection, isn't it? You know, that that, that something, I don't know. It's the magic <laughs> of authenticity, you know. Yeah. We all we all are attracted to it. Yeah. It's un intangible, but yeah, we all just we all just know. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> very much so. Oh, sweetheart, it's been such a pleasure. Thank you for sharing your music with us. That was really yeah, good. no worries. Thanks for having me. All right, <laughs> sweetheart, it's lovely, lovely to meet you. You too. Have a great rest of your day. <laughs> you too. Yeah, all day ahead of me. We're gonna go cross country skiing right up my front oh, door. <laughs> amazing. Yeah, <laughs> have fun. Much love, sweetheart. Nice to meet you. Wasn't that fun? Oh my God, I love those four women so much. And Allie is so talented. Un unbelievable. Anyway, I hope you all enjoyed that as much as I did. Thank you to Clue, my magician editor, and thank you to Amy, who helps with all the prep. And obviously, we want to thank Phil and Tim and our precious Brandy, Catherine, everyone on the compound who's creating those, those just staggeringly incredible uh, programs and the shows that we've been able to watch. They've really kept me going. I know they've kept all of you going. And I'm so excited about the end of March and watching them all in the band again. Oh, God, that's going to be such a dose of healing for all of us. Thank you all very, very much. Much love, and we'll speak soon. Bye. Mm -hmm.